Welcome back to the Keto Transformations Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Keto Fridge, the first and only fully prepared ketogenic meal delivery service. Now, if you guys don't already know, I love some Keto Fridge. They make the most amazing meals like garlic butter, shrimp scampi, Caribbean Baja steak with avocado lime butter. Now that was a personal favorite of mine. All of these meals have perfect keto macros and they are delivered right to your front door, which saves you so much time. Now the folks at Keto Fridge have generously offered a 10% discount off your first order to all of our listeners. When you use code keto at checkout, that's K-E-T-O at ketofridge.com. This week we have Matt joining us from Instagram. You can find him there at from underscore beer underscore two underscore ketosis. You can find that name right in the title of the podcast. So Matt, how long have you been eating keto? I've been eating keto for a little over four months now. So my roommate actually has uh, PCOS, Hashimoto's, and MTHFR, and those are all ailments that are affected by uh, higher carb, higher sugar diets. And her doctor prescribed a uh, low sugar, low carb diet to help reduce the effects of those ailments on her body. And she came home one day with the ketogenic diet in hand and me being somewhat of a perfectionist, I took that diet, did a little bit of research and I really loved what other people were seeing in that diet. So I decided to try it for myself. So it was your roommate that motivated you to actually start keto? Yeah. Yeah. I I started kind of out of solidarity and um, I I really enjoyed the effects that I was seeing other people having in my reading about the diet just for solidarity with her. And then I was just like, why not try this? Have you had any challenges or setbacks since you started? So, uh, I mean, there there has been, uh, I'm transparent, there has been um, some times where like I'd be eating something that is not necessarily uh, keto friendly and I'm just unaware of it. And, you know, she'll point it out to me and my roommate, uh, how she won't stop me underscore keto on Instagram. She'll point it out to me and, um, you know, it, I don't really look at it as a setback or um, any kind of stall or anything like that. It's really just a chance to learn and a chance to adapt. Uh, the really great thing about keto is, it's not life or death, and if you if you mess up, then there's always tomorrow to be better. Exactly. Do you do any intermittent fasting? Yes. Intermittent fasting is a somewhat important part of my diet, for sure. Um, my intermittent fasting schedule is uh, it, it's, it's a little ridiculous. On Monday and Tuesday, I always fast for at least 48 hours, and then I go straight into Wednesday and Thursday, which are my days off of work. The important thing for me is to adjust it to my work schedule. I'm a bartender, so I work a lot of odd hours. Wednesday and Thursday are my days off, so I will eat, um, or I'll have an eight-hour eating window, so I'll fast for 16 hours on those days, and then I'll jump right into Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, where I do 24-hour, one-meal-a-day fasting. And uh, to me, I, I don't have a whole lot of research to back this up, but I feel like that helps me, uh, helps keep me from plateauing. I actually just, you know, made a YouTube video about it. It's a video about me describing the ways that I'm planning to implement this keto and um, intermittent fasting lifestyle into my schedule. Um, I, I've been doing a lot of work in trying to help people who are working odd hours transitioning that because you see a lot of stuff online about like when you should be doing this or what time for for that but none of it really applies to somebody working uh like a third shift schedule or or a schedule that's that's not necessarily normal so i've been trying to do a lot of that we actually have a link to this video available right in the description of this podcast so go check it out so matt do you ever work out fasted 
so I don't really work out to be um, 100% honest. I, I just, and it's amazing considering I've lost, you know, 110 pounds in four months. Wow, that's incredible. So yeah, a lot of that is, is the fasting. It's the keto and fasting. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily work out. Uh, I, I was a, like a power lifter in high school. So I, I do have plans on, you know, in, implementing that into my diet and my routine. But for now, I'm, I'm all about the weight loss and I'm all about the health benefits that I'm getting from the keto. So really, my only workout is my four mile walk to work um, three days a week. And sometimes, you know, I, I'll, I'll do like my, my yard work and stuff like that. And I'll do it mm -hmm. faster just to get my blood going a little bit. But I don't really work out that much. I just love that it works even without any exercise. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was I was amazed. I mean, that's, you know, we talked about how, you know, I just really enjoyed how it just picked up. And that, that was one of the things it was just like my first month, I was trying to work out as much as I can, but I, I hate working out. I was, I was just amazed that, you know, I still lost like 30 something pounds and I, and I was like, I'm not, I'm barely even working out right now. That's really amazing that you've had such a weight loss in four months. <laughs> I know. I almost can't believe it myself. Every time I go back and look at before and after pictures, it's like, oh yeah, that's 110 pounds. You're like the poster child for keto. <laughs> <laughs> Do you track your macros at all? Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally track them. Um, I, I'm not super religious about my macros, but um, I, I've been also trying to build intuitive eating. And I feel like I've done a pretty good job at that, understanding exactly what I should be eating and when I should be eating it. I'm all about like getting nutrient-dense foods and, and just capitalizing on the, the small amount of food I am eating per day, making sure that it, it's doing everything that I need it to do. At this point, I can pretty much hit my macros right on point without ever even trying. But I still like to have it there for reference. So if there is something going wrong, if I do plateau or if I do start to feel bad, I can go back and look and say, oh, well, this is why I didn't realize that this had, you know, this many, you know, carbs or had this, you know, this much fat or whatever. As far as the benefits you've experienced since starting keto, has it mostly just been weight loss or have you noticed anything else? Oh, geez. Um, I mean, realistically, everything is better. I mean, what's not better now that I'm on keto? Like, I, I have so much more energy. Um, I used to, when I when I worked a shift, because like, I work at night, I'm a bartender. So when, when I worked a shift, I would have to drink two or three Red Bulls every night. Yeah, I drink my Bulletproof coffee at like noon. And that's like the only caffeine that I have all day, unless unless I'm heading into a fast and I'll drink a, a bang energy drink for the BCAAs or something like that. But I, I, I barely need any kind of caffeine. I definitely, I mean, I never, I never have any sugar anymore, but I definitely don't need anything else to, to kind of pick me up anymore. If I start to feel a little sluggish, I, I chug a little bit of salt water and I'm, I'm back on top. You know, it's just my general mood has just been incredible for the last four months. It's so awesome, isn't it? Absolutely. Going keto was probably the best decision I ever made, honestly. That's what almost every single person says, too, that it has been completely life-changing. Yeah, and I don't I don't understand how it gets such a bad rap and, and you know they, there was just a report released that it's the worst diet in America. I'm, what are you what what keto are you guys doing? You're not doing keto. Yeah, yeah, you're just doing Atkins or something. I don't know what to tell you. So, do you find keto to be more or less expensive than your previous ways of eating? So that's another complicated one to answer because the foods that I'm eating are better qualities. I'm eating grass-fed beef. I'm eating organic. Um, and that stuff costs more per item. But realistically, because I'm eating more nutrient-dense foods and because I'm intermittent fasting, I'm buying less of it. I'd say my budget for food overall hasn't really changed at all. It's about the same. Other than the intermittent fasting and eating less, do you have any other tips to make keto more affordable? 
cook yourself. When you're buying prepared meals, you're not only paying for the cost of the goods in those meals, but you're paying for the labor that goes into it. You're paying for the packaging. So if you can just buy those ingredients and learn to cook yourself, you're not only developing a skill that, in my opinion, is necessary for life. You're also saving a lot of money. You're going to have the remainder of those ingredients in your house for another meal someday. And you know what's going in that food at that point. You know every little bit of every little thing you're putting in that food. So you're more in tune with what you're putting in your body. Exactly. That's a really good point. What are a few of your favorite keto staples that you always have on hand? Uh, me and my roommate always have salami and cheddar cheese in the house at all times. That's If we don't have time to eat a meal, that's exactly what we go to. At any given time, I'll walk out in the living room and she's just sitting there with a knife and a block of cheddar. What keto meals make it into your weekly rotation? Grass-fed ribeye. Every single week, at least once a week. Grass-fed ribeye and um, loaded mashed cauliflower. That's a favorite of mine, too. I love it. Yeah. Anybody who follows my Instagram will see how often I make mashed cauliflower. It's just, I love it, and it's e it's easy to make, and it goes with just about everything. And then the grass-fed ribeye. I mean, that's, uh, I, especially, I reverse sear it. Oh, yes. I've come up with a really good way to make a perfect steak every time, and it just, it comes out beautifully. Fantastic. Now, do you do any meal prep, or do you cook as you go? I don't really meal prep. I, I really, really enjoy cooking. That's kind of my me time. So I really enjoy that time that I can put my headphones in and step into the kitchen and really just like put in some time into, you know, developing that craft a little bit. As a bartender, like, uh, for example, this week we have this big festival. I'm working a lot this week and I've actually developed a couple things. Uh, like I did like a keto meatloaf and some other things that I just want to have in the fridge for when I don't have time to cook because I'm going to be running out the door. Other than the loaded mashed cauliflower, what is your favorite keto recipe or dish that you make? So I make a, I've done it a few times now. Um, it's a coconut cream pie. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes, all keto friendly. It's made with uh, almond flour crust. I make a, a custard out of uh, eggs and heavy whipping cream. And I just add a little bit of natural uh, coconut extract and some other things to it. And it, it comes out beautifully. Uh, if anybody is interested, that recipe is actually on my Instagram. That sounds so good. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. So Matt, what do you enjoy most on a keto diet? I enjoy how adaptable the ketogenic diet is. I enjoy um, almost anything that I, aside from, I mean, if you can even do bread too. Anything that you can think of that you want to eat. Uh, it's really, really easy to drop the sugar, carbs, soy. Um, I practice a no-soy diet as well. And it, it's just really easy to make sure you're not getting this stuff that you don't want to eat in your diet. And there's a lot of diets out there where you can't have a lot of the foods that you miss, you know? The other day, I, I, I love bagels. I'm from the East Coast, so I went and made some fathead bagels, and they turned out really well. You know, that's one thing I haven't made yet. I'll have to try those. Yeah, it, it turned out great. I mean, I, I, got, the, uh, I got the recipe from uh, Low Carb Maven, and uh, it was really, really good. Now, Matt, before you go, what tips or advice would you give to a keto newbie? Oh, man. The, the best advice that I can think of is I, I have a lot of conversations with people, and um, I'm sure you do too, where they'll, they'll tell you that they're really, really interested in keto, but they, they want to do more research. And they, they just get stuck in this cycle of, you know, fear and, you know, I, I want to learn more and I, I want to do it right and everything. Shoot first, aim second. You're going to learn as you go. If you mess up one day, if you eat something that has sugar and you didn't realize it, or if you eat something that has more carbs than you realize, tomorrow's a new day. Just like I said earlier, it's not going to kill you. Just continue on, keep calm and keto on, you know? That's a really great tip. I love that. 
Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate you joining me today, Matt. And thank you so much for sharing all this information with us. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to join us next week, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.